Hello, hello world. Welcome to Take the L podcast. I am your resident motivator and hope distiller, Juniper Promise. I have created this space to share hope and some encouraging responses to life's shared setbacks and challenges. This is a podcast about extracting value from your mistakes and obstacles. Take the L is about owning your life lessons. Meet me here every week. XOXO, your class is now in session. I must have been seven or eight when I met Miss Gloria. I was sitting on the white liner, an old country bus you dare not let your friends see you board. Looking back, I really don't know why people seeing me on the bus would evoke such shame, but that is not why I've decided to tell this story. The story is about Miss Gloria, her kindness, love, and peaceful character. It was customary for my brother and I to take the bus to Williamsfield District to see our paternal grandparents. Oh, how I looked forward to these visits. I would close my eyes on the journey there and daydream about the fresh fruits I'd soon taste, playing with my cousins trekking the hill to my grandfather's farm, and lest I forget, my grandmother's coconut bread. My brother and I ascended the steps to take our seats on the old country bus filled with vendors and their leftover farm produce, other children and their parents, and working people. When we got onto the bus, my brother and I took the last seats. We quickly nestled somewhere in the middle between market vendors and clamorous women. My memory is too obscure to recount the conversations, but I can tell you that on this particular day on the bus, conversations were loud and magnified for me, which brought on a great amount of exhaustion. As the bus was about to take off, a beautiful, fair-skinned lady who appeared to be no more than five feet two inches came onto the bus overshadowed by numerous grocery bags. There was no place for her to sit since my brother and I had taken the last two available seats. She glanced around with a look of a burden in her eyes, but not one chivalrous man looked her way or even tried to offer his seat. The bus smelled like diesel, reeked of perspiration, coupled with funk, and the smell of everyone's uncooked dinner, spices, and herbs. The heat became amplified with each passing chatter. As I looked in the direction of the lady with a barrage of shopping bags, our eyes quickly locked into an all-encompassing stare. Surely she wasn't expecting me to give up my seat. Was I to stand for the duration of the trip as the bus cascaded around deep bands, mounted steep hills, screeched and halted to save dogs, billy goats, and children playing on the parochial roads? Where would my brother sit? My paternal grandfather, Harold, once told me that I had a responsibility to help the old carry their load and say, hello, ma'am. And hello, sir, when I met strangers. Quickly, these teachings flooded my senses. I was engulfed with empathy and quickly relinquished my seat and that of my brothers to the fair-skinned lady with a barrage of shopping bags. 
I grabbed my brother's hand as we got up from our seats and signaled the lady to take them. She breathed a sigh of relief, said thanks, and packed her bags and ours on the one seat, sat in the other. Then she made room in her lap and beside her for me and my brother, whose eyes were piercing holes in my face. I could read my brother's mind. I could imagine him muttering, you gave up her seats? I surely did. As everyone began to stare and to bicker, I sat on the lap of a woman who became a beacon of light for me. As I got older, we would spend hours talking about faith, family, and love. She had such a quiet spirit, an open heart, and an ever-given hand. No visit to Miss Gloria's house went unrewarded. I would leave with both wisdom in my pocket and a bounty of fruits or anything she received from America. The American stuff were the holy grail things you would hide in your pockets from others. The chips, chocolate, and peanuts. Her husband Pa Ken was a pleasant man with a broad smile. Both of them equally peaceful from my vantage point. I witnessed how she served him his food, how she gently touched his hand, how she moved with grace and warmth around her husband, and how he smiled at her, how they ate together after she waited for him to come to the table. Gloria was a homemaker and a great one too. The house was clean and cozy, the floor shiner than a silver dollar, and the kitchen all together cleaner than a whistle. We usually ate in the kitchen. It was at the back of the house. I didn't appreciate whole grain breads then, but I do now. I had to walk past Miss Gloria's house to get to the town, and I always stopped by, except for times when I was in a hurry, and at that time, I would just say a quick hello in passing. On one particular day, she witnessed me in a less than becoming quarrel with someone and signaled me to come. She said even though school children sometimes get into fights, she was a bit disappointed in me. She expressed her disappointment with me in love and schooled me on how a lady should remain poised at all times and never be vulgar. She told me I was the cherry on top and the centerpiece that need not compete with anything or anyone else. After about an hour of talking, I walked away with a determination to never be less than myself because my friend told me I was a peacock and not a vulture. She said, a peacock's beauty commands respect, but a vulture's presence repels others. I was taught a lesson that has remained with me today. People will say unkind, untruthful, and mean things about you, but it shouldn't ruffle your feathers. Take the high road. I will never forget her words as she told me. It takes two to quarrel. A cockroach has no business in a fowl's affair. No one likes a clamorous woman. Who knows better, does better. People will label you by the company you keep. Choose your friends wisely. I can still see her beautiful smile as I take myself back in time and into the presence of her quiet ease and the warmth of her motherly embrace. 
There was never a minute in her presence when I wasn't reminded of how loved and how special I was and of how grateful she was to have met me. Miss Gloria became a beacon of hope to me. Miss Gloria made me promise her I would share the light within me with the world, that I would be a beacon of hope and truth. I will happily boast that I am a replica of my beloved friend, Miss Gloria, now resting in eternal peace. She's among the people I hope to meet again. I learned following scripture as a young girl from Miss Gloria. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to the world, light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. So how can we be the light if we have never seen the light? Miss Gloria's light has left an indelible mark on my life. I witnessed firsthand her gentleness of spirit, her love and care, her encouragement. I am a recipient of her love and kindness. A single act of kindness I showed as a child gave me a friend, a proxy grandmother, and a great encourager, one whom I will never forget. How can we make a difference in this ever-changing world with so many unease and gnarly things going on? We can do this by sowing good seeds, doing good deeds, and by walking in the light of our calling and truth. You have so much in you to make this world a better place. Why hide your light, dumb down your greatness, or shrink in the background? You hold so much on the inside to be diminished by your fear of the spotlight. Okay, so to those of you who might be saying, I don't want the spotlight, I don't want fame, I say to you, your spotlight is the space you already occupy. If you have an audience of tens or hundreds, shine your light with the same vigor as if it were in front of millions. Personally, God has deposited in me words I have been using over the last two decades to shine the light of hope and love to my sphere of influence. My friends will vouch for me that I have been an encourager and a motivator to them. I encourage an audience of one as I would tens of thousands because I have been an inheritor of the light and the love in others. I am an extension of the same light. This podcast is my way of paying the light of hope forward. So here is an interesting, an awesome quote by Dan Kelly. I want to leave with you to put things into perspective about being kind. It reads, The effects of kindness are not always seen immediately. Sometimes it takes years until your kindness will pay off and is returned to you. 
And sometimes, you never see the fruits of your labors, but they are there, deep inside of the soul of the one you touched, end quote. Miss Gloria didn't get to witness the person I have become, but she would be proud to know I have shared the story from the abundance of the light she has shined in my life. In part in, I want to remind you that people are always observing how you treat them, how you show up for them. Your good deeds may not pay off right this minute, but it will one day. Your kindness will go a far way once it's from a genuine place of love. This is the light you shine for all to see. You being your authentic self, beaming with love and kindness and truth and shining in the love of God. What acts of kindness will you show today? Whatever it is, do it with love. May you diffuse the fragrance of love and kindness and compassion to everyone you meet. I am so honored to bring you this story from my stockpile of experiences. I hope this causes you to value your own unique stories. It is my desire that you own your experiences and extract the valuable lessons from them. I hate to go. I hate to leave you right here. But this is where I say goodbye for now. I hope you have been truly blessed. Now we have come to the end of this episode. I hope it added some perspective to your current reality. If it has, share with someone you think might need a nudge. Let's continue this conversation on Instagram at Juniper Promise. May hope become your friend. And until next time, XOXO. XO.